I'm your host Ayana and welcome back to the Here For Me podcast. I am so excited to be recording this episode. It's been like two or three weeks um, since my last episode, which was um, dealing or female friendships in your 20s, <laughs> um, which I got a lot of amazing feedback from that episode, which just made me feel so full, like my heart was so full. I love getting feedback, especially when I hear people say that the episode was thought-provoking or it made them, you know, reconsider things about how they view things and whatever. Like, it was just really amazing to see that. Um, I took a little bit of a break because early December, December 7th is my birthday and I was doing a lot of prep, like, the, like after I recorded that episode, like I was trying to get all of my shit together for my birthday. Um, I knew I wanted to go out of the country. I didn't know where. Um, I had like invited a bunch of people to my birthday trip and like people were already traveling or they couldn't make it or they had whatever, whatever, whatever. So my friend Sophia came with me. Shout out to her because it was just so much fun. Like, she made it so special for me. Um, it was just, like, the best time. Like, this is literally the best birthday I ever had in my life. Like, my friends made it extremely special. It was so special that I had someone to come on my birthday trip um, with me. And I'm just, like, it worked out perfectly. So, shout out to Sophia because I don't know what I would do without her coming on the trip. I always wanted to try to do, like, a solo trip and whatever, but I feel like for a birthday, it's definitely good to go with people that you already know and to just, like, turn up together. We went to Punta Cana. We went to, like, an all-inclusive resort. It was her first time in DR, which is crazy, but she had the best time. We had the best time. Um, <laughs> we were just out every night, always had something going on, like, um, it was just such a good time, like, after I come back from a trip, I feel so, like, rejuvenated, like, I feel like I need to just, like, get my shit together so that I can go on, like, more trips, um, which I definitely plan to do way more traveling, um, especially because I'm moving back to the East Coast, moving back to New York, and I'm very excited. I feel like um, the timing is just working out perfect. I feel like everything is falling into place at the time that it needs to to lead up to a big move again. Um, definitely really trying to work on my, like just work on my mental and work on what it, is going to take mentally on me to make that move back to New York. Denver has absolutely been a really great experience. I moved out here originally. I think I said it in my last episode or my first episode um, because of my relationship. And since that ended, I stuck it out here for a long time, um, a whole year on my own pretty much out here. And it's taught me a lot of stuff. Um, 
it wasn't the situation I thought I was going to end up in very early in the beginning of the year, but I did, and that's okay, because I grew from it a lot, and um, I'm just in a process of, like, learning myself and healing and just being in a position where, like, I'm my best friend, but um, Denver will always feel like my second home, like, I grew so much here. Like, this is the first state outside of New York I have moved to. I think I did mention, like, at some point, um, I moved to Panama um, on my own, like, when I was fresh out of high school. So I was okay with, like, traveling by myself, and I was okay with, um, not being with the people I grew up with every single day and, like, just being on my own a little bit. I wasn't completely on my own in Panama. Definitely not at all. But it definitely, um, made me know that it's possible and that I could do it. Um, I moved out of my family's house at a very young age and I don't have no regrets. I feel like I, um... I would have loved to stay there longer to save more money, but that's not a real reason to stay anywhere that you're not happy in. So up and left at 18, got my own place, all of, everything like that. So Denver, like, although I originally came with somebody, um, I'm okay to, I've been living on my own for all this time now. Like, I, I'm definitely ready to go back home almost like relearn myself like just feel grounded like living in a place that I've already lived um my whole life and being closer to people that I am close to my close friends and then having people to come out and visit me like that's going to be the best feeling ever so I'm just excited um and yeah I'll definitely make a whole episode on like how that whole thing starts to go and how I'm like mentally preparing for it because it's definitely I think about it every single day like not a day goes by that I'm not reminded that I'm I have to pick up and leave and get all my shit together by end of July so I am lighting up this episode I was off of work early because the holidays but also oh my gosh look at ASMR I'm smoking from a pipe, which I normally don't do, but yesterday I bought like three pre-rolls and I've been taking the weed out and like putting it in the pipe and it's been lasting me so much longer. Like, and I don't like to roll, like I don't get like to get loose weed because I don't like to roll. Mostly because I don't know how to. But in today's episode, we are talking about situationships. Um, and I don't want to get, like, too, I don't want to dive in too deep about, like, what I personally went through with situationships and, like, specifics and, like, call nobody out or, like, have anyone feel like I'm talking about them or whatever. I don't even know if anybody who I used to fuck with, like, listens to my shit, but, (laughs) but I feel like the situations I have gone through, like, 
at any point in my life have definitely allowed me to learn about myself and most importantly like I feel like learn about the type of person I want to be with the type of person I see myself with and the type of person that like is just like my lifelong partner if that makes sense I feel like people don't realize that situationships only occur or you can only really define it as a situationship after the talking stage already revealed all of its red flags. Like, nobody goes into a situationship. A situationship occurs, begins, starts when there's red flags in the, in the talking stage that you ignore, and then the person just slowly reveals their true self. They want to string you along. They want to make sure that you're always available for them. They don't want to commit, but they don't want to have you away either. Like, they want to keep you close enough, but not commit to you. And we're not doing that anymore. I feel like that's one of the hardest things that you have to go through in your 20s is really allowing yourself to see people for who they are the first time they show you. Like, it's ridiculous how people change, but that's just, like, something that we use to, like, cover up maybe feeling like we put up with shit that we don't normally put up with or that we shouldn't have. Like, it's a mask. Like, taking people for who they are the first time they show you or the first time they do some weird shit is something I am still actively every single day trying to stand on, like, And I don't know why it's so hard for me to just take people the first time for who they are. I definitely believe in, like, giving people chances and, like, seeing shit through and getting through hardship. But also at the same time, like, if hardship that happens in, like, the second year of your relationship start happening in the first week in your relationship with this person that you're talking to them or, like, in the first month, like, you need to let it go, babe. Like, I deadass, like, I was in a situation, <laughs> I was in a situation where at the time it wasn't a situation. Like, we just started talking, like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it felt like we got into a fight for the first time, and it felt like I was fighting with somebody I've been in a relationship with. Like, fighting with somebody who, We've been dating for, like, three and a half years, and we're completely at our breaking point. Like, I just met this nigga. Like, why are we arguing like that? First of all, why are we even arguing? Like, and I did not let, like, it was, they were completely in the wrong. Um, It was something that was extremely inappropriate that they did, and... I was pissed, like, as I, like, rightfully so, I was pissed, Um, and he tried to be like, oh, like, I'm so sorry, da-da-da, then I was, like, kind of being okay, and then he, like, low-key tried to justify it, and then I got mad all over again, and I was like, what the fuck, and then I left, and it was, like, this whole thing, boom, 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 screaming, yelling, like, 
it felt like a three-year relationship. That shit was ridiculous. Like, <laughs> that shit was ridiculous. Um, obviously, that did not last long. And that's, I'm so fucking thankful. So fucking thankful because I would not be where I am right now if that did not happen to me. And I feel like I had to go through that to get over something that actually really, 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 really hurt my heart. Um, And even though that hurt too, like, he was a dick. He was very mean. Like, he was not, like, a loving... You could tell he was not held as a kid, like, deadass. And he was an only child, which makes it even worse. Um, But then, oddly enough, I still had, like, a lot of love for this person because I saw things in him that he did not, he would never allow other people to see. Um, Sometimes people allow their egos to completely drive them in every aspect of their life, socially, financially, um, like fucking mentally, like everything, like every area of your life. And you're an egotistical person, it's going to be driven from that every single time to me that is the reason why things end so prematurely because people have this ego they're not willing to have conversations deep conversations they're not willing to apologize um especially if this is like a guy and a girl the guy is always going to switch it on the girl somehow some way shape or form even in the smallest degree he's gonna flip it on the girl like that's it because the boys who don't flip it on the girl don't do the bullshit that happens from those other guys and that has made me always feel like i can never step into my feminine energy because niggas are bitches like they want to be Like, I'm not saying women want to be the victim. I'm not saying that. But, like, guys really do want to be the victim. Like, they want to be the soft girl. Why? Like, why? Why would you want to do that? Like, if you're supposed to be this man, you're supposed to be, you know, whatever. Like, why would you ever want to be softer than I have to be? Why would you... Why do you want to be a bad bitch? Why do you want to be prettier than me? Like, I don't like that. Ew. Girly ass men are out. I'm sorry. Like, I don't like that. And then that's another thing. It's like, you end up having these issues with these guys because you're repeating yourself. Like, that's, this is how it leads into a situationship. Things are going good. You guys are talking. You guys are hanging out. Um... They're making time for you. You're making time for them. All this stuff. At a certain point, they get very comfortable. And if you don't snap them out of that bullshit ass like comfortability mentality, they are going to always, always use that. In their eyes, you've become a little bit more easy to manipulate. I'm at the point, like, once I feel like I have spoken on a situation too many times, I am off you for good. 
especially when it is super evident you're not going to change. If you are actively changing and you are actively trying to make yourself right, you're going to have questions. You you might, you know, fight it and have temptations or whatever, but, like, you're actively trying to be a good man, um, be the husband you want to be one day or that you are, or, like, you're just trying to grow into a mature man. You need to take accountability. Listen the first time and just do better. Like, I don't get it. And to the girls, though, the first time you say something and they don't change immediately, they don't cut that shit off quick. They don't get their act right quick. They get the boot. Like, you're done. Like, we're not going into 2024 on some bullshit of, oh, well, he's working on it. Fuck all of that. The first red flag, you're out, bro. I don't care how big or small it is. And trust me, guys, I'm talking my shit heavy now. But when I tell you I used to be delusional, like clinically delusional because I don't know whatever possessed me to believe that the guy that I was talking to at the time was ever going to be able to change. Like I genuinely was like, I wasn't making excuses for he, what he was doing. Like not at all. Like I knew what he was doing was, was weird. But at the same time, like, I was like, oh, I know he loves me. Like, and he was cute, like, whatever. So I wanted, I wanted people to, like, know, like, shit. Like, I, I got this shit. Like, he's not about to, like, run nothing. Like, because I, I was a city girl for real. Like, running niggas, like, did not give a fuck. Like, um, which I've completely retired from all of that because I just want to be booed up. No, not really, but I used to just not, I used to just be in a place where I did not give a single fuck about if I hurt somebody's feelings outside of mine. So when I really started just, like, getting a little bit more attached and, like, shit that just didn't feel normal to me, like, I was like, oh, my God, like, I don't want to let this person go. Like, this feels so special. And it wasn't them. And it was never the guy it was never the girl. It was always like, like okay, like yeah, I feel this way about you, but because of the shit that I'm like making up in my head, because I was delusional. So the delusion was like the fantasy. What I was dreaming of was the fantasy. What I expected and never got or what I like wanted so badly, it just all came from this illusion that I had in my head. And... When you're delusional like that, you are like, oh shit, whatever. When you're delusional like that, you are very prone to overthinking. And that's my next point is like, I used to overthink like there was no tomorrow. Like it was my job here on earth to overthink like religiously, like all the time. And bad, too, like, even if it was somebody who, 
I used to overthink like crazy. And I used to think, oh my God, that's so bad. I'm overthinking all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. You only overthink when somebody is making you anxious as fuck to the point that you're driving your your ideas, your thoughts, like what's your re- like your reality to a completely crazy place. Even if you're right, no one should have that control over you to make you feel like you're going crazy because of the way you're thinking. Our brain is our tool. Our intuition is our tool. And when that is like, and it's not supposed to be at like a heightened level, like our, our like gut feelings are not good feelings. Like when you feel it in your stomach and it's like painful and you can't eat and you can't sleep and your like attention is on it all the time, that is not good. Like I feel like that's a borderline mental illness. Like, and like no funny shit, like that is just not a normal feeling that we are supposed to feel. So when somebody triggers that in you, baby, I promise that is not your soulmate. Like, I don't care how bad you miss him. I don't care how bad you miss her. Like, if somebody can bring you to that point where you're, like, physically sick, I promise you they're not your soulmate. They'll never, ever, ever make you feel that way. So just dead it and move on. It'll, like, be much easier to, like, be by yourself and have the support of your friends or have the support of people you're close to than to be trying to fill a cup that number one isn't your responsibility to fill but also completely having your energy drained out by trying to like be there for somebody who doesn't deserve it and it's like situations like this are going to hurt and you should never feel like you were you should never feel like you were naive unless you were but you should never feel like you were like overly naive you should never feel like like you're dumb or like you didn't catch on sooner like it is okay to believe somebody when they tell you i'm going to do x y and z for you it is okay to believe that somebody actually cares about you. And it is okay. I mean, it's not okay that they don't keep their promise. But it is okay to hurt and genuinely believe somebody when they say they're not going to hurt you. I can call myself delusional because I definitely know, like, I was naive. I was young. Like, I was not really, like, in the state of mind where I even should have been dating, but I did. In a place now where I'm like, okay, um, mentally I'm always working on myself, but I feel like I could share my time with somebody, right? Let's just say, like, anything they tell me that they want to do, like, it's okay that I believe them. When you spend time with somebody, you you develop feelings and you care about them and you start to trust them. And those are that is a very normal process of how things should go. You should not be getting hurt. You should not be feeling like you're leaving somebody who is supposed like they're supposed to be with you and love you and care about you like and they just change like that's not normal.
I feel like guys really don't understand that girls only go back and forth with you on anything under the sun, good or bad, small or big, because we care. Like, we care. And this is why so many girls are like, I'm going to be a city girl. Like, I don't give a fuck now. Like, fuck feelings, fuck love. And it's not like, no, like... It's like from turning to a white angel to, like, the dark angel. Like, no, babe. Like, you're supposed to remain a lover girl and know that you deserve, like, what your ideal situation is and all of that. But there's just some shitty people you have to go, like, you absolutely have to go through them to get to that person sometimes. Unless you don't want to go through any of them and you stay by yourself until you just meet the one and I love that for you if you can do that. But I feel like most people want to keep trying and they need a distraction and they need this and they need that to get over things nowadays. And that's just like the generation we're in. No one ever really like heals on their own, completely on their own. Now it's like, oh, like that's it. Well, fuck it. Like I'm getting my roster up. I'm going on dates again. Like, and too soon. And it fucks you over at the end. At the end, you're the one that's completely drained out. Because you never took time to heal from your last relationship. You never took time to be by yourself. You never took the time to learn yourself. And to do things that you like and heal those inner parts of you that lost somebody. So, the biggest thing that I'm working on, I feel like, and... Realizing that it has the biggest impact is going no contact. Going no contact is the best way to heal. And I'm currently in a no contact, no looking back ever situation. And in the beginning, it was so fucking hard. And I definitely still think about it. I definitely still wish the situation was different and just had the outcome I was wanting the best. Um, and it's just, it just didn't work out that way. And that's okay, and I'm learning that it's okay, and I'm excited to find myself again when I do, when I find my full, full self again. And once I do, nobody can touch me. I'm not letting that shit go. You can't take that away from me. Like, once I am just, because I, I feel like I'm healing, which is good. And every day I'm growing, and I see growth in myself every single day, and it's the craziest thing to experience. But it's not easy. It's very hard, and it's, it takes a lot of discipline to change your mind to do something that you were not used to doing and challenging yourself and changing your routine and changing where you live. Um, and I think in regards to all relationships that like I've had in Colorado, friendships, relationships, whatever, um, I feel like I did my little thing here, did my little Dougie, and now it's time for me to bounce go back home 
learn myself, be close to the people I love and who love me, um, people I've grown up with, people who know me for real, and choosing another city to go to. I know that it's very random of me, like, thinking about that and then putting that in there, like, where I put it, but that's just because I was thinking about what I said earlier um, about moving and, like, all that stuff. The last thing I have to really touch on when it comes to situationships is... Like I mentioned, like that no contact is so important. Ignoring them will literally give you all of the power, all of the upper hand. When you when you leave a situation in peace and quietly and gracefully and explode in private and not posting the stupid fucking quote on IG or on Snap and trying to like don't show them you're doing any better or any worse than what you are at least not right away if you grow from it and you're learning and maturing you're always going to have the upper hand no matter what but if on the media you're like talking shit and like oh yeah like um you know I, I like whatever like if you're just talking shit and throwing subs on ig like they're not gonna take you serious like Leave in peace. It is okay to be fucking mysterious and be quiet and shut the fuck up <laughs> and just like not let people know what your every move is because that's how they get you. And I'm learning that. I'm learning that. I'm the first one to post some bullshit like <laughs> when I'm in my bag with the like whoever. Like, so learning that. Being quiet is my freaking superpower, and no one can take that from me. You can't fuck up what you don't know. And fuck the last talk you think you need to have with them. Closure is a mind game, completely. Closure is very ego-based. It's like you want to have the last word. And if you don't want to have the last word, you want to have the opportunity to leave them on red first or to leave them on deliver. And then you can say, oh, yeah, I feel some type of way he did this or whatever, but, like, look, I haven't answered him. Or, like, fuck him. Like, I'm ignoring him. I'm not even going to entertain that. When you want closure, it's because it's ego-based. Like, I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't, like, closure does not help you. Why is having one more conversation going to benefit you? If they didn't hear you the first time, they're not going to hear you the second, third, or fourth. If they don't hear you that many times, like, you you will never feel like, you got the last word or you said everything you needed to say with someone who is with somebody who was committed to misunderstanding you. Like if they don't even want to think about like what they may have done and like stopping themselves from having you repeat everything you just said in one long text and sending another text that says what, like, what do you mean after you just explained all of that shit Wrap it up. Mm-mm. We're not doing that. 
Like, be with somebody who heard you the first time. Like, I'm telling myself that. 1,000% I'm telling myself that. Because it's true. I want somebody... My, my friend said this to me today. I'm going to go back and read it. Shout out to Daniela because she really, like, just reminded me who the fuck I am, for real. Like, what did she say? She said something along the lines of um, what I was just saying, like, Oh, you know, she essentially was saying, choose somebody who you don't like, choose somebody who knows from the jump they want you and all of you and all of you and only you. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so simple. That's so simple. Like the niggas who want to have all these bitches and who degrade women and want hoes so fucking bad like their fucking future or some shit are the niggas who are the most fucking girly and honestly probably have like issues accepting their sexuality okay boom like i like i'll be the first one to say i don't care like Men who degrade women the way that they do and believe that women are the problem and that believe that women can't bring anything other to this other than, you know, kids and cleaning the house to the table are the men who really are bitches and struggle with their sexuality, which is we're accepting of everyone over here. So it's like, just come out pookie. Like, it may have been a long journey for them. Who fucking knows? Moral of the story for me, if I'm learning that, you know, I don't want situationships. I'm not even learning that I don't want that. Like, I don't want that. I don't want to be in a situationship at all. But I'm learning to stop myself from getting into a situationship after somebody already shows me that they're not going to be able to handle me, that they're not going to be able to be committed to me. Um, Very simple things. But once I see that the first time, like, it's done. Um, And I'm excited to go down that journey because it's a journey and you got to just, like, sift through the bullshit and figure out what's real, when is somebody somebody being genuine and when is somebody putting up a front. And you can do that wisely and carefully without getting into a situationship. Um, but that's a different topic for a different time. I really appreciate everybody tuning in. This episode was um, this episode was needed. Like, if you guys know any podcasts that I can listen to that have like a similar vibe to mine, like I feel like mine is very um, like super conversational type shit like I feel like I'm talking to somebody on FaceTime so I try to like have that vibe like we're just in a room talking our shit like I don't like podcasts that like tell me what to do or anything like I just like it to feel like it's a conversation and like I'm listening to you talk your shit but if you know anything like that send it to me send it to me on IG on through text message if you have my number i just wanna i love podcasts so the more the better 
But thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope everybody has a great holiday. If you celebrate, if you don't, you know, have a good year that we're approaching. <laughs> have a great year. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in. And I will see you in the next episode.